All Abilities Network Podcast. Now, here is your host, bilingual certified life coach, advocate, and the founder of All Abilities Network, Alvaro. Hi and welcome to All Abilities Network. My name is Salvador and I'm very happy to be with you today. Before I introduce our guest, I want to say thank you so much to people listening from the United States. We have listeners in the UK. We have listeners in general in Europe, of course, in Asia. We have listeners in Canada, in Latin America, of course. And well, I'm very happy to be today with someone that doesn't have a disability, which is a new thing for me, I have to say. He works with people with disabilities. His name is Gavin Neat. He's from Scotland. And he has a lot to say. So thank you, Gavin, for being with us. Wow, Alvaro, what can I say? It's an absolute pleasure to be here. A real pleasure. I say the same, my friend. And the first question people will ask is, Tell us a little bit about your life in a nutshell. <laughs> in a nutshell. Uh, <laughs> so I live, I, I'm 55 years old. I'm, I'm now a little bit gray. I have a goatee beard and <laughs> I live in Scotland. I've been in Scotland my whole life, really. I'm, in 1986, I joined the military where I became a police dog handler and I served for 10 years uh, with police attack dogs. And then I left um, the military and I joined Guide Dogs for the Blind in Scotland, where I trained for three years to become a guide dog mobility instructor. I was then a guide dog mobility instructor for 18 years. So that was the person who trains the person how to use the guide dog. So my life has had always been around dogs up until that time. But in 2007, something interesting happened. Somebody turned up to train with a guide dog and they took their mobile phone out and their mobile phone started talking to them. And I was like, oh, my God, technology is going to get really cool. Um, so as much as I was into dogs for so many years, I then started thinking of technology as a way of supporting the disabled person. And that was it was just an interesting journey for me to start with. But then it became a little bit more. Wow, how powerful. Incredible. <laughs> um, all right. So now this is a time where everybody's talking about equality, diversity, inclusion. But for you, Gavin, that has been around people with disabilities for so long, what it means, those terms? That's a super question. Um, for me, those terms don't really mean anything um, because for me, they are all default. Now, that doesn't mean that I get them right all the time. But when I meet a person who may identify as disabled, I don't see a disabled person. I just see a person. Exactly the same if, if somebody was white and they met a black person or black and they met a white person, they would just see a person. They wouldn't necessarily see skin color. So when because I've been around disability for so long, I don't see disabled people. I see people who are discriminated against. And what I wanted to do was to 
find out why they were discriminated against and then remove the discrimination. And that's purely because it just felt totally unfair to me that somebody would be treated differently because they were disabled. Uh, and that's the same for any discrimination. I think we are all the same. We are all equal and should be equal. It's just that the world we live in is designed to make us feel as if we are unequal. And that's pure, partly down to ignorance. It's partly down to a lack of education. It's partly down to misunderstanding for so many years because disabled people are not disabled by what their potential is. They're disabled by the potential other people force on them. Very good point, Gavin. Certainly, I understand why you're working with people with disabilities. You understand. You really do. You get it. I, I, really, I really do. I really do. <laughs> Now, people are asking me, okay, so what's his organization all about? This well, how do you pronounce it? Welcome? Yeah, well, so to explain this, the word welcome in English is W-E-L-C-O-M-E. And I was looking at it one day um, because I realized that I wanted everybody to feel welcome. And if you look above the door of a supermarket or a shopping center uh, or many type, different places in society, the word welcome is written above the door. But when you look at the word welcome, you see W-E-L-C-O-M-E. There's a me at the end of the word, the M right. and the E. Right. And disabled people very seldom feel welcome. And what I did with my logo and the name of my product and company was I changed the M and the E into a different font. So when people read it, they see the word welcome. But when they read it, they say, oh, it says welcome me. And of course, it doesn't. It just says welcome. Um, because all it is is a different is a change of font. The word is exactly the same. But I love that. I love that people call it welcome me because actually it is just welcome. But. We're highlighting the, the fact that the disabled person doesn't feel welcome. I like it very much. Welcome me, of course. Very intelligent. <laughs> yeah. Gavin is an intelligent yeah. person as well. Yeah. Oh, I, Gavin, no, Gavin is, Gavin is <laughs> in the right place at the right time with the right information. And that's all intelligence is at the end of the day. The right place at the right time with the right information. Okay, but Gavin, you also have a good heart, my friend. Don't deny ah, it. Okay. I'm not denying that. My heart okay. is very big. Okay, okay. I can see, I can see. <laughs> um, so, so, Gavin, um, how does your organization work and how can people find out more about it? Yeah, so I think how is an interesting question, but why is probably an even better question. Um, mm -hmm. So when I was a guide dog mobility instructor, my job was to help people with guide dogs become independent. So I would go and see them or I would train with them. And then the next day they were on their own. I wasn't there anymore because I couldn't be. There was one person and a hundred people for me to train, but right. I needed to know that they were okay the day that I left. But what I would do is I would walk with them on the street and make sure that they were good on the street. But then I would also go into buildings with them and make sure that they were able to get around the building. And I also looked at how well they interacted with other people in the world in, that they met. And I recognized that in customer service, very seldom did the service person understand how to interact with the disabled person. And I was quite confused with this because I thought, well, surely all these people have been trained, but 
the truth is that it doesn't matter how much you train somebody, they will always forget some of the training. So if I explain to somebody, when you meet a deaf person, make sure that the light is not behind you, because if they are lip reading, then the, then they might not be able to see your lips because of the light behind you. Right. And you say that to a staff member and they go, yeah, that sounds really cool. And then six months later, they've forgotten it. Or six months later, they're not so sure about the information. And they also aren't sure that they've just met a deaf person. And I was like, well, how how can we train all of these staff members and sometimes in jobs where they're only there for six months and they're gone? How can we train them all to interact with disabled people and make sure that everybody feels equal? And the truth is, we couldn't. It's just impossible. It's always been impossible, but we've always tried. And I felt there was a way to improve on this, to innovate. And of course, I then connected it to the mobile phone and I just thought to myself, well, wait a second. If my client can communicate directly with the customer service team before they arrive, that could trigger training for the staff member so that when my client walks through the door, the staff member goes, right, visually impaired person, introduce yourself. Do not talk to their dog. Make sure that you offer sighted guide. Don't take their arm. Offer your arm. When you walk away from them, make sure you let them know you're walking away. And if the staff member has that information 10 minutes before they meet somebody, they're much more likely to get it right. And I launched this product, Welcome, in 2018 and found out very quickly that I was the first person to ever do this, which is just crazy when you think about it. Nobody had ever used proximity awareness to train people how to interact with disabled people. Wow. Okay, so Gavin, how does it work? Let's say um, John is John is blind and he's coming into a supermarket. Let's just put that as an yeah. example. Yeah, that's a great, that's a great example. So okay. um, John, yeah. yeah, John sets up a profile on our platform. Now our okay. platform used to be an app, but now it's a web app, and that basically means that you can log in and sign up for uh, a profile. Um, directly through the internet. So you don't need to download anything onto your phone. And there are two major reasons for that. One is that anybody anywhere around the world can set up a profile because it's right. just a website. Right. And of course, anybody, uh, it meant that we could, uh, it meant it could be accessed by anybody through a tablet, a laptop, a PC, a phone. As long as they had internet connection, they could, uh, they could actually access our system. It also right. meant that somebody in Australia could set up a profile and then visit somebody in the UK or a place in the UK. So right. they set up a profile and they say, I would like people to know a little bit more about visual impairment or stammer or epilepsy or motor neurons disease or ataxia or aphasia or muscular dystrophy or visual impairment or hearing impairment or any number of different conditions that they might want somebody to have a bit more awareness of. And right. once they've created a profile, they then just look at the venues that are on the platform. So there's a list of venues that they can use, a bit like if you are a member of a club and you have access right. to different sports clubs or something like that. You go, oh, which ones can I go to? Which restaurants can I get money on? Well, if you look down this list of venues, there's 200 plus venues on the platform and each one of them is using Welcome. If you say you're going to that venue, let's just say that next Tuesday you wanted to go to that venue at nine o'clock in the evening. Uh -huh. um, that would automatically send a message to the venue to say that Gavin is coming or John is coming to this particular supermarket at wow. nine o'clock 
in the wow. evening. And here is information about how to interact with John when he arrives. Wow. And it's top tips and an overview on a condition that John wants them to have a bit more awareness of. Now, it could be that John is his it is, he is with his daughter who has autism and he is actually wanting them to interact with his daughter. It could be that John is with his father who is living with dementia and they want them. They want the staff member to interact with his father. So John can be setting this up for somebody else or indeed somebody could set it up for John. Uh, but it means that when John or whichever person arrives, the staff member talks to the disabled person and not the person that they are with. And it wow. empowers the disabled person to dictate the level of service they get and when they get it. And of course, they can say, just ignore me. I don't need any help today. Right. Like, you don't right. need to practice your sign language with me today. You don't need to approach me. You don't need to help me. I just want you to know that when I'm in your store, I'm somebody who's living with epilepsy. So if I was to have a seizure, then you would have an understanding that I already had a situation you had to be aware of. So it is the disabled person that dictates the level of service they get or don't get. And it puts them in the control when they arrive at the supermarket. Now, when they arrive at the supermarket, they have a button on their phone. They press the button and that indicates that they've arrived if they want the venue to know they've arrived. For our listeners, Gavin is very intelligent. That's for sure. Gavin's <laughs> uh. <laughs> in the right place at the right time. That's all I can say. Anybody can be in the right place at the right time. The one okay. thing I have more than most people is passion. I'm incredibly passionate about this particular subject. Yeah, no, I can see that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, Gavin, um, our listeners may be thinking, is this focused in Scotland alone or are you moving across everywhere? Oh, <laughs> wow. This is a great question. Well, to start with, this is about venues. This is about how many venues there are on the platform. Now, right now, Well, when I started in 2018, we had five venues in Edinburgh in Scotland. But okay. now we have 200 venues from well, all over the United Kingdom and Republic of Ireland. So wow. we crossed over the Irish Sea into the Republic of Ireland. Currently, we don't have any venues anywhere else in the rest of the world, but it is only a matter of time. But this is the thing that I think is important for your listeners. Yeah. This is not about me selling it to venues. This is about... Your listeners, anybody who's disabled or who has a disabled parent or son or daughter, say, yeah. I want this. If they say right. they want it, right. if 100,000 people say they want it in Target in America or in right. a medical center or Ikea or a right. shopping center or anywhere, if they say, I want it, eventually the venue has to go, I've not heard of this before. Let me have a look. And then when they look at it, they go, yeah, we can do that. And then we're in and then we can help. Gavin, a question comes to my mind and is this service, which sounds very important for our community everywhere in the world, um, to me it has something that uh, it means a lot to me personally. And, and, and I, you will correct me if I am wrong, but isn't this, Gavin, a way to improve um, how people um, interact with us, uh, meaning if I go to a supermarket, um, I will need help. I will need assistance in terms of buying products, okay? I will need that yeah. for sure. So 
if that venue, that specific supermarket brand gets involved with Welcome, it means they are saying, we'll have someone helping you out if you come into our store. So not only saying the right thing, so to speak, to us, because they get it and because they understand disabilities thanks to the training, but also they care about our safety and how we enjoy the experience of being at their venue. What do you say, Gavin? Uh, 100%. This is about, because everybody talks about the purple pound. In the UK, we have the purple, everybody talks about the purple pound, which is something like $8 trillion a year around the world is spent by disabled people. $8 trillion. It's probably much more than that. But even in the UK, it's $274 billion every single year spent by disabled people. But if If shops and venues and all these different places, if they can't provide service, they are losing out. Yeah. And when they provide a service and a disabled person says, I want to come to your store, they have access to all of this income. Or even if they just improve the service, they increase your loyalty going to their venue. Sure. And you go, yeah, I like that because when I go there, I have a great time. So wow. it, it helps everybody. And I, I will add to this one, one thing that is definitely important to add this. Um, yeah. This is totally free to use by the disabled person. They don't pay a penny. It's totally free. The venue pays a monthly subscription to use this, to be on the platform, to get named on our list of venues. They just pay a small monthly subscription, which means that they can advertise that they have welcome at their venue. How great. You know, I have two comments about it that comes to mind. One is, I remember once going into a restaurant in New York City at night and saying, I wish someone would be here helping me out because it was a huge, <laughs> huge, huge place. You know, you had yeah, yeah. easily, easily dozens of tables. Everybody was laughing and blah, 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 music all around. And I was like, oh, my God, where do I sit? <laughs> so, yeah. If I had that service, in other words, if that restaurant had that service, things were, uh, of course, different for me. And the other thing was going into a Best Buy, I'm going to say the brand, Best yeah. Buy store in New Jersey. It was like, huh, time flies, my friend, like 13 years ago, and I went there. It's this huge place, this huge, enormous place, and nobody was greeting me or anything. So I had to walk a lot to be able yeah. to say, hello, anybody here? Can you yeah, you shouldn't have to do that, Avaro. You should not have to do that. With welcome, you would get to the door, you would press a button, and somebody would approach you and say, hello, hello, Avaro. Um, my name is Fred. I'm here to help you today. I know what you want to buy. If you might, if you don't mind waiting for five minutes, I'm just interacting with somebody else to help them. But then I'll be right there to help you. But it might be ready straight away. But um, what we do is manage the expectations of the disabled person. It could be you turn up, you take a seat and you just wait for five minutes until somebody is ready. And you right. just do a couple of emails or whatever. You yeah. take some tablet or take a moment yeah. or watch a movie or I don't know. But yeah. it's all about helping you when you arrive, not expecting you to be independent doing everything. 
Wow, I love it. I have to say, <laughs> I love it, Gabby. I mean, I, I so super simple. love it. Yeah, it's so simple, I'm... so intelligent, and 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 so. I mean, it's wonderful. What can I say? I love it. I really do. Yeah. I mean, this. I, I this love is... it too. I love. It. Well, I know okay, you do. So <laughs> I'm gonna make. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give you something else to make make it even bigger for you. Yeah. Just recently, the Scottish the Scottish Parliament uh, agreed to install welcome in every single member of Parliament's office. Oh. So all over the country, where they have their offices, disabled people can go and visit their member of parliament, wow. knowing that their member of parliament already knows how to interact with them before they arrive. Wow. So, yeah, because you have both. You have, they are going to know how to interact with us. And at the same time, you feel welcome, for a lack of a better word. <laughs> in, and you're represented by your member of parliament because more yeah. disabled people visit But imagine for a second wow. that welcome was in every single polling station. So when a disabled person went to vote, they were then supported to vote better. This this has so many use cases, you know, so many places you can put this on and help so many people in so many ways, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. It's unbelievable. But I need um, people like you to tell the world about it, Alvaro. That's that's what's so important about me talking to you, because there are only two people in my company. There is only two of us. And we're trying to do this with a very small company and reach the whole world to tell them that it's possible. I, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm loving this so much. I mean, this this interview that is being recorded and is it, it, going to be out before the end of, of, of December, I'm going to be promoting this a lot, my friend, because <laughs> because it's one of those services that it, it it you know it's automatically you say this is something that we need, we deserve, and society deserves. And you know, as you say, you know, people talk a lot about equality and blah blah blah. This is something that makes it happen, that really helps make it happen. That's what we need in life. Not so much talking, more doing. That's what we I need. posted. Uh, today is today is a day of interna uh, international day of people with disability or persons with disabilities. And right. I wrote this is my LinkedIn post. This is what I wrote as my opening paragraph oh. for today. Few who meet me would ever say I lack passion. In truth, I've always been amazed that it was worthy of comment. But I have thanked them for noticing and subsequently um, vocalizing it to me. But for me, passion without progress has always led to frustration, which has then led in turn to me becoming even more resolute and passionate. And you you underlined this beautifully. We are fed up of hearing people say we must improve. Yeah, because we know we must improve. Of course, what we need <laughs> is ways to improve. We need to yes. know how to improve. Yes, yes, you're absolutely right, Gavin. Oh boy, I'm so excited now. <laughs> um, actually, we need we need to talk after the, after the interview. I have a few tips for you, my friend. Okay. Um, yeah, I love to do that. Our listeners know that because after interviews, I talk to they become friends of mine. You know, I'm not doing interviews with anyone. I'm doing interviews with people I consider them to be my friends now or in the future they're going to be my friends 
because we oh. connect we connect in a deep level my friend you know what i mean yeah we we yeah, care about the same things yeah. Yeah. yeah um now if we have listeners that do not have a disability and they are thinking huh he's doing that he's helping he's making a difference what can they do to be in the same field of helping people with disabilities wow. that is such a brilliant question this is the question here is about allyship and i like to think one day imagine going to the city center of your town or village or yeah. city and you see a group of people marching and they are holding placards but you can't read the placards from a distance but you you can see the people and you're thinking I saw a person who was Hispanic. Oh, I saw a person who was in a wheelchair. I saw a person who was holding hands with somebody of the same gender. Oh, I saw a person in hijab. And you go, I have no idea why they are marching because they all look different. And the beauty of being an ally is understanding the world from other people's point of view and championing them, even though they are not like you. And if we all had that little bit more of an understanding of how other people see the world, then we would be so it would be so much easier for us to champion their point of view and they would champion ours. And I think that's the key for humanity in some way is to make sure that when you look after other people or by looking after other people, they will look after us. And we just need more of that in the world. Absolutely. Absolutely, my friend. Um, I'm very impressed, I have to say, Gavin. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, so what's the biggest dream that Gavin has for a society where everybody is welcome? Uh, oh, good question. The biggest dream. <laughs> well, the, f the first one is, like, forget welcome for a second. Yeah. I would like so that if we were looking at technology solutions, we looked at something whereby proximity-based staff training was everywhere, whether people were using welcome or not. If I wanted to go somewhere and I wanted people to know that I was going to be there, yeah. I would like there to be a system whereby that can happen because the technology exists. It just needs somebody to make that step. Now, I did it with welcome, but even with all the people in the world, I wouldn't be able to make this a worldwide solution. I need people in Argentina to do this. I need people to in Norway to do it or Botswana or, or um, New Zealand. It can't just be me. Proximity based staff training has a future and it empowers this person who's visiting and it empowers the person who's at the, at the venue itself and it makes them friends before they even meet. And I think that would be the thing that when I leave this planet and I have a legacy that if I've kick-started that, then I would be very happy indeed. Gavin, um, what is this technology about um, for people that don't understand this proximity thing? I mean, how does it happen? And is it very hard to implement for applications? No, it's very or easy. For, for developers, yeah. what, what, what do you say to that? Well, the the um, the best proximity technology I came up with a while ago. Well, I didn't come up with it, but I, I read about it and I went, oh, that's pretty cool. Do you remember um, a time when people would open a shop door and the doorbell would go ding a ling a ling a ling? Yeah. And the shopkeeper would go, ah, somebody's walked into my shop. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that yeah. is proximity-based technology. <laughs> well, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> so all the mobile phone does is it rings the doorbell 500 meters before you walk through the door. Right. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm wondering for a developer of an application to, mm -hmm. to deliver, deliver this technology into their application, right? To, to put it into it. Yeah, what should yeah, yeah. they do or who should they contact? Or because, yeah. So it's yeah. very, it's, it's, it's very simple. Obviously they can contact me and they can speak to me about um, what welcome does and how it does it. But as far as venue is concerned to get yeah. added onto the system, if somebody called me and said, I want to be added onto welcome within yeah. an hour and a half, two hours, they can be on welcome. All we have to do is just add in some information, pardon me, add, add in some information and they'll be added onto the platform. And then, the next morning they can be live and people will see that they are there. But it is really just communication via the Internet is via. Um, that's the only technology that's required uh, Two Internet connections so that people can communicate with each other. So, Gavin, OK, let me try to understand the venue. Do they have to install anything into their venue? No. Uh, all that's they do is sign up online. Yeah. They just sign up saying they want to do it. And then um, they fill out some information about how accessible their venue is and what level of service that they can deliver. Some other information like phone numbers, email addresses, opening times, uh, accessibility, if they have an accessible toilet, if they have disabled parking, if they have a, uh, a sensory room, if they have a pool hoist, if they're a swimming pool. Do they have um, a changing places toilet? Do they have um, maybe a water bowl for a dog or a spending area for an assistance dog? They write all of these things down on our system. And they they press live and it is live. Then when the person looks for it, they find it. They say, I want to go there. They say they're going. And that automatically sends the venue a message to say somebody's coming. So, Gavin, do you, you use some kind of GPS technology? Is that correct? No, no, no. Um, no? It's purely no, it, it's purely just, you know, if, if you know that I'm coming at three o'clock tomorrow or between yeah. three and four tomorrow. And yeah. when I um, and then you get a message saying you need to know this information about Gavin. So Gavin is turning up. Gavin is living with arthritis. Gavin yeah. needs a seat when he arrives because he has sore knees. So, you yeah. know, between three and four that when Gavin arrives, he needs some support. So at that, that moment, your staff learn a bit about arthritis. When I arrive on my mobile phone, I press an arrival button on my app on the web app and automatically sends a message to the venue to say that I've arrived. Wow. No, no, no. This is so interesting. I'm telling you. So, so, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. No. It's too simple, really. It's too simple because ultimately when you press nine buttons in a row for a phone number, that is telling has the potential to tell somebody you've arrived. But of course, if you phoned the reception at the building you were going to, and said, hi there, I'm going to be in a couple, of, I'll be there in a couple of minutes. They would go, who are you? You would say, oh, I'm a blind person. I'm turning up in a couple of minutes. They go, I have no idea why I'm, what I'm supposed to do with that information. But when oh, you use technology, course. yeah, if you say you're going via a profile and they can access information about you that you want them to access, they go, oh, yeah, Alvira's turning, turning up. He's visually impaired. Yeah. He has a long cane. He needs oh, all this information. God. It's so simple. It's too simple. Yeah. And did you have... Um some kind of a scotch when you had this 
idea or a beer or something like that, or you were sober? How how does it work? Because <laughs> God would be the one. I I have to admit, you know, like when somebody says to you, uh, "Well done, this is amazing, amazing work." It's a bit like telling somebody who's running a marathon they're doing well on yeah. or applauding them on mile eight. You know that somebody's applauding, they're saying well done, but the truth is you know that you need to do the entire marathon before you can actually feel good. So I know that I've created something really interesting and good and yeah. and cool, but I don't feel any kind of success and I won't until I see it being taken up all around the world. Good point. Good point. And it's going to happen, my friend. It's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, but, well, we'll see. We'll see. Um, now, what's the biggest lesson you have learned working with people with disabilities? Oh, well, um, they're, they're, they are the same as everybody else. <laughs> there is, that's easily the, easy, that's the easiest lesson. Um, the only <laughs> difference is that they are disabled by some of the things that they meet in society. You can learn that, um, let's face it, uh, castles in 1500 in Scotland were not built for wheelchair users because mm -hmm. nobody had a wheelchair. So in time, people invented wheelchairs, but they didn't change castles. But then they started building buildings that had lifts or were high rise buildings. And they went, oh, we need to put in we need to put in lifts. Oh, yeah, the, the door needs to be wide enough for wheelchair users and everybody else. And eventually society changed. So the biggest lesson that we need to learn is that all that needs to change is some of the things that we do within our infrastructure and it will make everybody feel more equal. Great point. And now there's something that um, fascinates me and is that you do not have a disability yet. You have ah, become yeah. you have become an influencer in the disability world. At least I see you on LinkedIn. You are all over the place. So <laughs> I, um, yeah. what what is your advice for people who are interested in becoming an influencer in the disability world, of course, in a good, positive way, of course. Care. It's easy. If you care and you really care um, about people and you are prepared to listen more than you are prepared to talk, then you will learn so much. And don't think it will happen overnight. When you are non-disabled and you speak to a disabled person, quite rightfully, they might be a little bit cynical because they need to work out if you are truly an ally or not. But right. only time will make sure that people can understand that. When people meet me, they it doesn't take them long before they realize that I, I hold them in high esteem and that I'm there to help them. Um, that, and, and if you are getting involved in this, just care about other people, but not from the point of view of thinking that you are better or they are worse or they are more unfortunate or you are more fortunate they are the same they have just not been given the same opportunities as you and your job is and i say this to a lot of people my job was not to help disabled people over barriers my job was to remove barriers well gavin before i let you go what are your final thoughts Well, well, my final one of them might be uh, you said, Gavin, you're not disabled yet. And I think that's a really important final thought. Um, everybody on this planet, if they get to old age 
if they are lucky enough to get to old age, is going to face disability. There's a very good chance that sometime through their life they will be disabled. and It might be short term. It might be permanent. It might be a skiing accident. It could be a car crash. It could just be ill health. Um, it could be a broken arm. But it also could be losing their eyesight. It could be losing their hearing. It could be any number of different conditions. Just be aware that even though disability feels like it's a minority, if every single person on the planet has the possibility of being disabled, it is the largest minority in the world because it contains maybe 80 or 90 percent of the people who live. Great point, my friend. Great point. Now, how can people go into your website and contact you? Best thing is to uh, connect with me on LinkedIn. I love it when people connect with me on LinkedIn um, because it's such a great place for professionals to share uh, knowledge. When somebody connects, I can see what they've been doing. They can see what I've been doing. And then we can comment on each other's work and all this kind of stuff. But if people want to find out about Welcome, it's quite easy. And I'll read this a couple of times. It's my.well-co.me. So my, M-Y, dot, W-E-L, hyphen, co, dot, me. My.well-co.me is our website. And if people want to go there, they can have a look at the website. But the best thing is to connect with me on LinkedIn, Gavin Neat, N-E-A-T-E. Well, Gavin, what a pleasure. I'm sure we'll be talking again. So the only thing I can say is thank you for your time and expertise and your passion, because it's really making a difference, my friend. Uh, I, uh, yeah, you, you hit the nail on the head. I love it. I want the world to be better. And I, I'm, I, I'm going to do my small part while I'm alive to, to deliver that. And I can't thank you enough for giving me this opportunity to speak all around the world at the same time. Amazing. My pleasure, Gavin, and for our listeners, remember to smile, be happy, help people. This is Alvaro from All Abilities Network saying good night. And remember, if you want to be on the show, you can email me. I'm going to give you, um, I'm going to give you two emails. I'm going to give you lovevisionbureau at gmail.com and also allabilitiesnet at gmail.com. This is Alvaro from All Abilities Network saying good night.